Do you still do video chats? You know, early on in the pandemic, they were very popular and discussed quite frequently. I've noticed people talking about them less and less as we've gone on during the pandemic. But that doesn't necessarily mean people aren't still doing them. It's just more commonplace now, I think, is what's changed. I still do catch up on video with uh, friends who uh, are outside the city. New research suggests the pandemic has normalized the usage of digital connections and they will continue beyond the pandemic and that they will be a key to keeping in touch long after the pandemic has passed us by. It's an interesting uh, bit of research and I want to talk about it to do that. We are joined by Annabelle Kwan Hase, a professor in Western University's Faculty of Information and Media Studies and Department of Sociology. Annabelle, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Oh, good morning, Devon. Thanks for having me. It seems as though Canadians' perceptions of digital communication has really changed over the course of the pandemic so far. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think there was a really negative kind of connotation to using digital media uh, pre-pandemic. Um, in particular around social media, its negative effects on, you know, mental health. Um, I think we've seen a shift. I mean, not that that concern is really totally away, uh, but I think uh, Canadians are seeing that it can be a good substitute. Were we, you know, trending in this direction already and the pandemic sped it up, or how do you think we got to the place we are right now? Absolutely, Devon. I, I think, you know, you, 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 the way you've, phrase that is, is just a trend, there's a shift really happening. Um, Pre-pandemic, uh, we saw increases, in particular in kind of the social media domain. Um, I think, you know, during the pandemic, we saw, you know, a, a massive shift really where people also had a sense that, you know, well, if we can't meet in person, which is really, you know, like our preferred mode of socializing, you know, to have coffee with somebody, have a dinner, you know, with family, um, we, we did see kind of that, that substitution, you know, to a, a wide range of digital media. Uh, TikTok, you know, I think we all saw, a, a, you know, a massive increase. Um, but also, I think w- one of the interesting things we noted is kind of like a new phenomenon. Um, and I think that's kind of in terms of the trend, which is media multiplexity. So uh, we're seeing that people now use multiple types of media to communicate with one social relation. So let's say, you know, with, with your best friend, you're now using not just one communication medium, but you're connected in multiple ways. What do you think this could mean for the future? How does it, how could this change uh, communication? Well, I mean, I'm hoping <laughs> that we will still consider, you know, in person as the most relevant, as, as that would, which provides a deep emotional connection where, you know, you can really rely on a friend when you're going through, you know, a difficult time. Um, but I think it also means that it means that digital media is having a new role. So it helps us coordinate and organize. So it's kind of like more uh, in addition to. Um, but also, I think with the new risks, you know, uh, that came, you know, with the pandemic, I think a lot of people are so reluctant, you know, to fall to move to move to fully in person. Uh, in particular, large gatherings. So it is kind of nice to have that option. And I think a lot of Canadians have seen some of the advantages of, say, something like a video chat with grandchildren. 
You mentioned grandchildren. You know, typically when you talk about technology, it's the younger generations that are a bit more open to uh, different uh, forms of technology. But uh, your research here kind of shows that uh, all generations are kind of buying into this. Oh, yes, absolutely, Devon. So I think um, we often talk about, you know, technology readiness. So, you know, how ready are you, you know, in terms of adopting a wide range of technologies? And for sure, you know, younger generations we saw during the pandemic were much more able to transfer skills uh, that they had pre-pandemic to kind of adjust to what we called kind of the new normal. So school online, you know, university on Zoom. Um, but we actually saw that a lot of older adults, and in particular those who see themselves as what we call go-getters, so who actually want to experiment with technology and are you know, willing to kind of learn new apps and things, uh, those were the ones who benefited the most because they were able to kind of switch with help often, uh, but more easily into that new digital transition. What made you want to look into this? Well, um, we're really interested in notions of community, social support. So when you need help, how do you get that help and who's giving you that help? Who are the social ties, whether it's family, the neighborhood, you know, or, um, you know, friends. So we, we really were keen on finding out, well, you know, that's so important social support to not, you know, to not be alone in difficult times. Um, you know, how does a crisis like COVID-19 change our ability to signal that we need help and to get that help. So we really wanted to see here what were some of the dynamics happening, what were new dilemmas that were occurring, and um, you know how is technology perhaps shifting in terms of its role. Was there anything that surprised you? Well, one thing that really surprised us is that um, you know people were really adaptable. So you know, in a lot of our previous research, so we, we've been looking at, um, you know, East York, this community in Toronto for over four decades. So, you know, in, in earlier studies, we saw that, um, you know, in-person communication is really considered so important. Um, but it was incredible to see that there's a kind of that adaptability and that willingness to use tools to kind of replace in-person communication when that's not possible. It's it's really interesting uh, research and we'll... Uh... Uh, be interested to see where it goes. Uh, Annabelle, certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Well, thanks so much for having me, Devin. That is uh, Annabelle Kwan Hase, professor in Western University's Faculty of Information and Media Studies and Department of Psycholo- uh, Sociology. If you are interested in this, I uh, want to include as well uh, Annabelle and uh, the other researchers involved in this. Uh, will be speaking at the upcoming Congress of Humanities and Social Sciences. Uh, if you are interested, you can go and register uh, to, uh, to to check it out. It's at congress2022.ca. That's congress2022.ca. And that'll be running from May 12th to the 20th. It's a really interesting research. How we communicate, so important. And uh, it's it's changing a little bit here. And we've seen that change over the course of the pandemic.